I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. Rapper Big Poo's in the building. What's happening, big fella? Nothing much, man. How you living? Doing good. Washington sports undefeated in the new year. What do you think about that one? Sounds good for a change, huh? <laughs> it's, uh, it must be New Year's resolutions paying off because I can't remember the last time it happened. Uh, 2015, I think. <laughs> it had to have been 2015. At least for the football team. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a while, man. Just you know, thanks to the 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 nature of the NFC East um, <laughs> and, and the Eagles and the Eagles uh, tanking yesterday. <laughs> It all worked out. We'll, we'll take it, but I'm with you. I have never seen, at least not in football, such an obvious tank job. Nah, I mean, they set the tank job up, like, even before the game. They was like, yeah, we're going to get Nate Suffield a look. Like, listen, he's not a, he's not going to be a starter in this league. Uh, yeah. I don't even think you want him coming in and, in, in, you know, playing the game if he has to, but um, – you know, that's that's the way they was going to go for it. They was going for the pick, the better draft pick. And like you said, we'll take it. I, I mean, I've never witnessed it, you know, like, you know, like they did it, but I take right. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I've seen people say this, that Jayla Hurts was not leading them to a victory either. He just obviously gave them a better chance to win that football game. Right, right, right. Like, I mean, he only had 72 yards throwing for the game at that point. Um, his damage was done with his two touchdown runs. And that's, you know, where Washington has a problem with mobile quarterbacks, like most teams have a problem with mobile quarterbacks. But that was where he was doing his damage. Whenever they got near the red zone, he was able to run and, and, and be a problem in that area because we don't have the linebackers to, to uh, defend that. But that was it. Like, I, I still didn't see them winning. It would have been way too close for comfort, but I did, I definitely didn't see them winning. Like, I text you, 2017. I was close. I was close to my prediction. Uh-huh. I was like, 2017. The, either way, that's that's kind of where I saw it landing. It was funny. I must have gotten 30 score predictions yesterday, and they all pretty much were in that three- to seven-point window somewhere. And pretty much everybody was like, I'll take Washington. But history tells me that if it's not Washington, like, you know, it is what it is. So it was was an odd day yesterday as far as predictions go because it felt like a coin flip, even though it should have never been a coin flip. Never should have been. But my worry was what it came to be was Alex Smith. Um, I I just – I didn't know how he was going to look with the calf. And then even after – obviously, I predicted before the game, but when I started seeing how he was laboring out there, you could see it on when he went to the sideline, the shots, just the the walk, like he had a little limp in his step. And I knew that was going to be an issue. And once Philly started sending them blitzes up the middle, it was Rap City. Like there was no more offense at that point. You could tell he couldn't move. Couldn't move at all. I yelled at my wife at halftime. I said, last week, I was hoping they'd yank Dwayne at halftime. I said, listen, Alex Smith's brain, I guess, is what they're rolling with here because it 
it damn sure won his leg because you're right. Once they sent the extra blitzer, moved him out of the pocket, he had to throw the ball away. He had to throw the ball away. And I was out just like you. I was like, come on. We need, we need, I, I hate to say we need, but we need Tyler, Taylor Henneke or whatever his last name is right now. Like, at least we know it's going to be some action. But, um, you know, Ron leaned on the defense as he has all year. And, and they, they came up with the necessary plays when they needed to. It was wild. You know, I said last week, I get the feeling that with all the defensive-minded coaches and really the premier players that we have are on defense, it feels like those guys live by the idea that whatever the offense can do, that's great. We'll take it, but we they know they got to win those football games. Every week they know it's on them it, because it normally does come down to them. So, um, like I say, I, I think – if, if Jalen Hurts wasn't as mobile as he was, the score wouldn't have been as close as it was. But yep. um, that, that was that, that, like I said, that's been their Achilles heel as most teams been their Achilles heel. And, you know, I don't know if Tampa Bay going to be any easier, but at least we don't have to worry about Tom Brady sprinting nowhere. <laughs> no doubt about that one. Two, uh, two interesting things happened in the game yesterday. When I talked to Scott Abraham on Friday, he had reminded me Washington hadn't beaten a running quarterback yet this year. Uh, so they got that one they, uh, barely because uh, they pulled him. The other thing that would have been crazy is Washington would have been the first team in NFL history to not get points on an opening drive for an entire season if they hadn't scored yesterday. I know. And that would have been crazy. Like, Crazy. They have, and I thought it was, at first I thought it was just like no touchdowns, but then I realized it was no points, period. Mm-hmm. Not a field goal, anything. So yesterday, luckily they broke, they wouldn't have been the holders of that dubious record. So at least they got something yesterday. Hey, uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, switch gears just for a second. Uh, your stage name is actually Rapper Big Poo, right? How, how did you get the rapper on the front? I mean, it seems like it was uh, <laughs> obvious right yeah um that came uh i mean in college uh i had a friend um rashawn rucker who uh my freshman year they were older and he started calling me pooh bear and then of course pooh bear went to Pooh, and and then it was multiple poos people with the nickname Pooh on our campus and so then it went to big Pooh. And when uh, we formed Little Brother, uh, that's when Ninth used to always call me Rapper Pooh. And so that just what ended up sticking was the, the so that's how the rapper part got got into inserted into the name. Yeah. And what are you guys doing now? Because you, you'd usually be touring right now, right? I mean, the, the road has kind of kept y'all limited. You're doing virtual stuff. What's um, I know you do some speaking and, and teaching engagements. Yeah, Rona kind of shut us down. Um, like we were in the midst of a, we were about to start the second leg or second phase of uh, touring um, for our last record we put out last year. Well, in 2019, now it's two years the Lord ago. Album. Yeah, made a little watch and um, yeah. So um, you know that got shut down. So we just been trying to reconfigure and uh, we did some merchandise drops. We you know got some other things we have planned and just kind of feeling out like a lot of, you know, obviously we're not on the same status levels like a Kendrick or a Drake or whatever, but a lot of guys understood that 
putting an album out during this time, you know, knocks out a lot of the opportunity you may have. So they kind of been trying to do the wait and see approach. And that's kind of how we ended up said we're going to just do for the moment is to wait and see um, because a lot of what we do is predicated on being able to move freely around, right. you know, the world. Uh, so the virtual stuff we, we not doing um, is just for us is just singing with a band and doing virtual. I'll, I'll watch it any day. I don't want to, I'm not signing up to watch nobody rap on a virtual <laughs> performance because the, the energy, like you still need, like that energy right. transfer isn't there. Whereas with a band and musicians, the energy comes from within when you're just rapping and you normally have a DJ, the energy comes from the crowd. And obviously we wouldn't have that. Where's your favorite place to tour outside of the States? Um, London was always crazy. Um, Paris was always, you know, crazy. And funny enough, I went uh, in 2019, I, I went to Russia for the first time. And that was, you know, I mean, the shows were phenomenal. The people are very, you know, supportive. They're crazy. They're aggressive. They want you to stay for hours after signing pictures. Take, I took pictures with police officers, all type of stuff um, when I was yeah. out there. Um, so like Russia was, was insane. Nice. What's, uh, back to the team. What is the last time I was trying to think about this the other day that the Washington football team had players that the rest of the team or the rest of the league really wants, you know what I mean? Like uh, you, Chase, Chase Young is, is high on everybody's list. I think a lot of those D linemen are high on other teams' wish lists. It doesn't feel like it's been that way for Washington for a while. No, we haven't. I'm and I'm sitting here trying to think. Um, I, I don't know other other than when we had Deshaun Jackson and uh, Pierre Garcon. Um, yeah. Obviously, teams wanted them because they went elsewhere when their deals were up. Uh, I don't know. That's that. That's all I can think of. I know they wanted nobody we had on defense for a long time. Um, and then offense. Do you think that it was historically bad defense just three years ago? Right, right. So I, yeah, this is the first time where I think we have young players. First time in a long time where we have young players. So between the, that D line, um, uh, uh, and then if you switch to the offense, you know Terry McLaurin. Um, we've shown what Logan Thomas is really capable of as a full-time tight end yeah um so that i know touchdown, that touchdown catch was crazy his hands that was crazy, crazy. I, I, no way i thought he had pulled that thing down no i was like what are you doing oh i'm glad you did that <laughs> like it was one of those things but uh yeah and I, I i think uh you know i mean of course we had a lot we had trent williams here for a while and people wanted him and you know uh, but yeah, I, I think this is the first time in a while that we've had multiple players that other teams would love to have on their team. You know, the other thing that really probably won't get talked enough about until the season is over is just how remarkable the front office did with free agency this year. I mean, Cornelius Lucas graded out in the top half for tackles this year. Wes Schweitzer graded out for top half of guards this year. 
Um, you have uh, Pierre Lewis play well for a while. And then the draft, Cam Curl has been incredible this year. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, Kyle Smith, I believe that's his name. Kyle Smith yeah. has done a wonderful job the last few years with drafting when he's been able to pick his guys. Um, he's done a phenomenal job. And then this year being able to be in charge of, you know, helping with bringing in free agents as well. Um, and he identified exactly what we needed or, or what, what we needed at the time. And um, I think he's done a phenomenal job and I hope that, you know, he, he stays around and he doesn't, <laughs> You know, he doesn't get, you know, he doesn't take an opportunity elsewhere because he's, well, me too, his picks have turned his team around. They have. And it's odd because there's a whole lot of talk. I don't know if you've seen it or not, that Washington's going to hire a general manager and kind of not promote Kyle Smith, which I, I hope is not the way it ends up because I'm with you. The whole reason the team's stacked right now, supposedly, is because of the job Kyle Smith's done with the drafting and the free agency. Right. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's always something funky going on with this organization in the front office. So I hope this isn't part of the funkiness going on because to, to lose him, you know, that defensive front, that's Kyle Smith, <laughs> you know, it is. Uh, you know, Terry McLaurin in the third, that's Kyle Smith. That's, you know, so all of the different players he's brought in, man, it would be unfortunate if, you know, unless there's some agreement in place where it's like, listen, okay, you're not officially the GM, but look, you still going to be doing your thing and you're going to be making Rex recommendations. I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I just hope we don't lose. I just, I, I, yeah. he, he's been I, fantastic. Yeah. And this is, this has been the first year where we've gotten free agents and they've actually contributed positively. Yes, the they're going to have to give Darby another contract. He's been great. He's been great. Like, you don't even hear his name called over there. He's been that great. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, uh, just Darby, like you said, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, I was like, what are they doing starting him? But between him and, you know, when uh, – uh, what's his name? 55, the, the, the second year – Holcomb, when he yeah. got back in, that changed the dynamics of yes, the linebacking unit. And, you know, so his free agent acquisitions just really, they made differences. They weren't going crazy, you know, uh, putting up gaudy numbers, but they were very smart and very, you know, frugal, but smart acquisitions. And they all contributed. McKissick's another one of those guys. He's faster than I realized. He's fast. Yeah. Yeah. McKissick is, he's very fast, very quick, very twitchy. Um, he can actually bang between the tackles. You just don't want him doing it, you know, 30 times a game. But yep. uh, he, very important to um, the success of this team, especially with Alex Smith in there because he's, the, you know, they call him the check down king, but he's going to always take the available play over, typically the available play over making the, the flashy play. And that's, where, that's why McKissick has, what, 80-something receptions this year? Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting that that those two have been really good together. The other pair they've put together is uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Well, I know that they uh, are salty on what happened with their first round pick last year, but moving back up to pick Montez Sweat uh, seems like a no brainer at this point. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, if that's who they wanted to pick at fifteen to begin with, um, until right. Snyder and Allen got involved. So moving back up to get the guy that they wanted all along ended up probably being the, the smartest thing they've done because, you know, when Matt Iadonis gets back, you know, that front four, then you add in Tim Settle, you add in Matt Iadonis. Um, I like the flashes I saw from the rookie from NC State they had this year, uh, number 96, can't remember his name. And Smith Williams. Smith Williams. So I believe, you know, if they get the linebacking unit, Right. I think the defense has way, uh, way more room to improve. Uh, Cameron Curl has proved he needs to be in the lineup. Um, I actually like Jeremy Reeves back there. um, Personally, I I know they're not going to do it, but Landon Collins need to be playing linebacker somewhere. Um, I agree. It'll be interesting. I've said this a couple of times now. Landon Collins, when asked before, has been on record saying that that was not something he was interested in doing. Uh, but I, he's already gotten paid now. The money's all there. So I wonder if he'd be a little more uh, interested in moving. Because you're right, I think, Will Linebacker in, the, in this system is probably what he's better at. Yeah. Uh, as far as Smith-Williams goes, I know you're down here in the Carolinas. The NC State folks were high on him, right? He's a big, strong, fast guy that I think just was hurt a bunch in college at NC State. Yeah, that's what that's what the word was. So I was interested in seeing him when he got out there. And, um, you know, obviously with the front four we have, he doesn't get a lot of time. But, you know, he he definitely I think seeing field this season allowed him, you know, to to, to get some reps and, and to see some things. And, you know, yeah, obviously he got when a you, bunch of reps yesterday. I saw. Him. Yeah, yeah, he got a bunch of reps yesterday. Um, and it's going to be reps to be had, um, you know, Kerrigan. You know, I know he wants to finish his career out as a as a Washington football team member, but you know that's going to depend on the number. Uh, then, of course, uh, well, he probably won't be on the team next year. The the, the other kid from Alabama, um, I can't remember his name. Jesus, yeah. Anderson, Anderson, uh, yeah, yeah, Anderson Ryan Anderson, yeah, yeah, he'll be gone. So there'll be reps to have. <laughs> there'll be reps to get. And yeah. um, I, I think he got good experience inside and outside this year. It'll be interesting, and we won't look too far ahead, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with that um, D-line because you're right, uh, I and I just did forget about, and uh, he's back. They won't be able to pay all of them. they got Allen, Payne, Settle, Ioannidis, Smith-Williams. They've got, a, uh, they got oh, yeah. an abundance of uh, riches there. They, 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 they're going to have to start figuring some things out this offseason on how to, how to, you know, because of the, you know, they all basically came a year after each other. Like you have really no breathing right. room every yeah. year. You're going to have to figure out who to, who to extend and, you know, who, who you can let go and, and things of that nature. So it's going to be interesting um, when that time comes, uh, how they're going to approach that. Have you copped any new Washington football team merch? I have not. I mean, I only have one old relic Washington Redskin mer- uh, jersey in my closet. Uh, other than that, uh, I did have a towel. I got to dig it up. I, I had a towel from when Sean Taylor passed. That's the only Washington game I've ever attended. Is that was right? the game after he passed because I had a friend that had played for uh, the Buffalo Bills at the time. That's who they played. And the, uh, he got me tickets to the game. So, um 
Yeah, so I have that, but that's all I have. Uh, I'm not really. That's my team. I know all about them. I live and die by them. But I, yeah, I am not the merch buying guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, what were your thoughts when uh, you heard they shipped John Wall for Westbrook? Um, because I I know just as big as a Washington football team fan. I know you're huge into the Wizards. Definitely. Uh, I, for me, I, I spoke about this with um, my guy, Troy Halliburton. He covers the Wizards. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, I think the biggest thing is John, what would he meant to the city um, in the team? Like you would have never thought that he wasn't from the area, the way he, he represented that franchise in that city. And I think that's the thing that hurts the most in the trade is what me knowing what he meant, knowing his jersey is going to be in the rafters at some point when his career ends, but just knowing what he meant to that city and that franchise, especially coming off the Gilbert Arenas, you know, era with the guns and all that. But um, I thought that it was pretty close to even, not necessarily even, but a pretty even swap um, on the floor. But I think the big difference Russell will make with this team and how young they are is his leadership abilities. And for everything I loved about John wall, that's not the thing that I, I, you could tell there was a lack of leadership on that team when yeah. he was on it once Paul Pierce left. So I think that's the biggest thing Russell is going to bring to this team that, um, that that's, what we have to, you know, his game is his game at this point. Uh, I, I still don't think he's fully recovered from that quad injury he suffered right before the bubble last year. Uh, that's that can explain because he had that explosion right into the shutdown. Now all of a sudden he don't have it, and I think right. that's a result of that quad injury. But um, you know, he's Russell is Russell. Uh, he's he's going to do very well for you, and he's going to make some plays where you scratch your head like, "What are you doing?" But I just see the way he interacts with the younger guys, the way he, you know, he instructs the younger guys. And that's able to take a lot off Brad Bill's shoulder. And he can really go out there and focus on being the monster he's become on the court. And so, once again, I hate to see John go. I love that he's thriving down in Houston, and I hope he gets back to his his all-NBA form. But I'm I'm not upset at what we have. I think it's going to be, in the long run, that trade is going to turn out the work in the Wizards' advantage if they can get a head coach in there that knows what they're doing. Uh-oh, that sounds like a whole different uh, segment right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a Scott Brooks fan. Um, I, I'm not either. Yeah, I don't, I don't like his rotations. I don't, you know, I don't like his lack of adjustment, um, in-game adjustments, and his... I, I I would prefer a coach that, at this point, I think they need a coach that focuses on the defensive side of the ball. Um, because I, I think with these guys, the offense is going to come naturally. I think they can put up 100, 110 points, like, you know, with their eyes closed. But yeah. it's on the other end of the court that they struggle, and they need somebody that's really like a Nate McMillan or somebody of that ilk that, that really hammers home the defensive side of the ball. And they let them – go do what they need to do on the offensive side. How crazy is it to think that Bradley Beal is still not fully appreciated in the league? 
That's because can't nobody see him. <laughs> they don't get national TV game. You know, I mean, because the same thing yeah. happened to John. Um, right. You know, the Wizards weren't on national TV, so most of the nation didn't get to see how, you know, phenomenal he was, you know, in his prime. And, I mean, it's the same with Brad now. Like, as phenomenal as he is, if you not intentionally wanting to watch Wizard games or, you know, you know, last night they were on NBA TV. But other than that, if you're not intentionally setting out to watch a Wizard game, you will have no idea how good Bradley Beal is. And now he's starting to actually play defense um, after the first five games. He, he Now he knows he got to play defense. So he's becoming even more of a monster because he's doing it on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Well, big fella, 2020 NFC East champs, when uh, when we talked after the Ravens game, I, I don't think we'd be sitting here celebrating a victory Monday with a playoff game. Any chance they can shock the world next Sunday or sa- Saturday, I guess it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night. Um, I think there is. Um, I think they showed that in the Pittsburgh game. Now, granted, you know, Pittsburgh has definitely taken a mighty fall from their 11-0 start. But I think they can. Um, I think it's just going to come down to offensive efficiency. And by that, I mean holding the ball, actually getting the running game going. And But defensively, I think they, I think they can hold them. I think, you know, because of our front four and the fact that Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback, we have a shot and he's I not as strong as a Ben Roethlisberger. So he's going to be a lot easier to bring down. Um, if our front four can get penetration or if we do some timely blitzing. So I think, I think the defense will keep us in the game. It's going to come down to the offense being able to hold up their end of the bargain. Big Pooh, I appreciate you. We'll get you back on for some more basketball talk down the road. No problem, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, buddy. All right.